as SZA said in her song, I'm worried that I'm wasting the best of me on you. <laughs> Welcome back to Thinking Out Loud. I'm Aria. I'm Sandy. And I'm Mahair. And today we're doing an episode on self-worth. And self-worth is something that's applicable to everyone. Some have high, some have low. And so the purpose with this episode is we really wanted to delve into our personal experiences with self-worth and uh, go into some of the factors that cause a higher or lower self-worth and then maybe give you guys tips so that you guys can increase your own self-worth. Okay, so in simple words that at least I understand, self-worth is a set of perceptions or beliefs that a person sets on themselves to determine value. So more often than not, when these criteria are not met in their mind, they think of themselves as worthless or unvaluable. And self-worth is, should be mentioned that it's different from self-esteem. Self-esteem is what we think and feel and believe about ourselves, but self-worth is recognizing that we are of like a high value. Um, And so a lot of times self-esteem influences self-worth, but they are two different things. A really important thing to remember when it comes to self-worth is that your self-worth is dependent upon what you want it to be. No other person in the world can influence your self-worth because they don't really know who you are. You're the only person in your life who truly understands who you are and what you're capable of. So no other person on this planet or in this universe can possibly determine your self-worth except for yourself. And that kind of reminds me of the quote, "You're you're your biggest cheerleader. Because like no one else is going to cheerlead for you if you don't cheerlead for yourself. And so if you're cheerleading for yourself is really sad and pathetic because you don't have a high, you don't believe that you're a super high value, then you're not going to win the game. Aria's over here with her like high school musical cheerleading squad in her head. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so self-worth should be less about measuring yourself based on external actions and things that you do, but more about valuing your inherent worth as a person. So like, how, how are you as a person? Do you have good intentions for other people? Do you treat yourself well? It's not about, oh, like, uh, I don't know, like I got a 90 on my like math exam. Like, it's not about that. It's about who you are as a person. And so really quickly, what are your guys' own self-worths for yourself? For the past couple years of my life, my self-worth was actually super, super, super low. I always used to doubt myself. I always used to seek validation in other people or every single thing that I did. I needed like, oh, and I'm proud of you or a good job from at least one person in my life because I never actually believed in myself I never thought that I was good enough I never thought that I was capable of doing something up until a person told me that yes whatever you've done is absolutely amazing but since then I've been able to put myself in positive environments and I've been able to surround myself with people who truly care I've been able to surround myself with people who believe in me no matter what and some of those people are right here in this podcast Whereas Meher often depended on some sort of validation from people in her life, I did the same thing, but to a smaller scale, because for me, whenever a family or a friend, a family member or a friend would compliment me and validate me and say something really nice, I wouldn't actually believe them. Because in my mind, there are people who are close to me. So that validation is kind of obligatory. And so where my self-worth comes into play is that I depend a lot 
on male validation, as in my entire self-worth is placed upon like, like the opposite gender. And so for that reason, I haven't had a very high self-worth in a while. And actually it started decreasing ever since I entered high school. And that might've been because of other factors as well, but mainly because of the whole male validation thing. And so I'm still trying to work myself up to a place where I can get to where Meher's self-worth level is at and where Sin's is at as well. Yeah. And honestly, I was kind of the same when I first moved to Canada. So I moved to Canada in like grade eight. And honestly, like I was in a very similar place like three years ago. At that time, I had an accent. I was very different from everyone, you know, like it was a massive cultural shock. So um, I wasn't the same as everybody else. So in my mind, it was like I I was like my my self-worth skill was like at an all time low because I was like, I'm so different from everyone. Like I like I hate myself. Like I hate everything. Right. And like I'm three years later. I'm in so I'm, I'm so proud of where I am right now and I'm in such a better place because I've like learned to put my self-worth on what I think of myself and I don't I don't I don't compare myself to other people a lot of times and I'm not like oh this person's doing that and I'm doing this and I'm so worthless right a lot of times in my mind it's like what have I done compared to my past self and I'm like, where am I at right now? And I'm so proud of where I am right now because I'm in this like podcast, these four amazing girls. And I'm like, I don't know, I guess I'm doing kind of okay in school. Uh, and I'm just vibing. And I think, I think like as long as, you know, I'm proud of where I am, I'm at, I am at in my life. I think that's all that really matters. Um, but yeah, I'm in a really, really good place uh, when it comes to my self-worth. That makes me so happy. Like, I'm so proud of you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. So where does Sans come? She mentioned that she compares herself to her past self, which by the way, TKS mindset. Um, but a lot of people who have lower self-worths don't do that because there are so many external factors that cause a lower self-worth. And so whereas the ideal spot would be to only compare yourself to your past self so that you're continuously improving and growing and progressing, that's not the reality for a lot of people. And so some of those factors include stuff like the male validation or social media or grades or popularity um, achievements, like the list goes on and whatever, and and so each of those things can have such a big impact on someone's lives. Yeah, on the topic of like measuring your self-worth based on social media, I know a lot of people, there was this thing that a lot of people in my middle school used to do where, you know, they would they would like accept other people's follows, but like never follow them back. So their follower count would go up, but their following count would still stay small um, so that, you know, they looked like popular and that like people wanted to follow their life or, or something. Um, but I've always found that really funny. Cause I was like, I was like, I was like, I don't, I never really go on people's pages and I'm like, Oh, look at their followers. I, I guess they're popular, but, um, that is, that is a factor that a lot of people base their self-worth on. Um, which I, you know, I've, I've seen a lot actually. Yeah. And adding on to the social media point, not only is the follower following thing, a huge part of, um, people's self-worth, but also just the types of people that you follow can have such a big impact. For example, if you're someone who who places your self-worth on your academic achievements and you're following some sort of hotshot university, like, like really smart kid, 
then you're going to be constantly comparing yourself and your achievements to that person's achievements. And so it's a constant battle that you're always losing. If you're someone who bases it on appearance um, and you follow people like Kylie Jenner, Kendall Jenner, um, Gigi Hadid, like all of those people have such unattainable but beautiful bodies. And so you're going to be constantly comparing yourself to them. Like Kylie Jenner, she has the long legs. She has the generous chest, the um, <laughs> wider hips, the... Are you? don't say that. You sound Generous, gen- generous chest. <laughs> what generous are you? Chest. Are you dumb? Kaya. So Kylie Generous Jenner, chest. Can we please put that in the quote? Generous like chest. Like quote, bro. like quote. <laughs> he has a generous chest. What do you want me to say? <laughs> anyway, so Kylie Jenner has like long legs. She has a flat stomach. She has wide hips. She has, she just overall has an hourglass figure that's so unattainable, but that's the body beauty standard right now. And so being bombarded by those images of her body on Instagram are going to cause insecurities and a lower self-worth. Adding on to what Aria said, these standards are hikey so unrealistic that it's actually insane. Like, they're almost impossible to achieve without undergoing some sort of surgery or, like, implants. And hypothetically, even if a person was able to reach that body or able to reach, like, that stage of perfection or flawlessness, our society thinks in a way that they will be able to find one flaw. Even if you think that you're flawless, every single person will be able to find at least one flaw within you because they're so insecure about their own selves, about themselves. Yeah, and that reminds me of this TikTok I saw where it was like, imagine if all the people in the world, so there's obviously a beauty standard. And so imagine if all the people in the world who are not considered pretty were killed. That would just leave all the pretty people, right? But then society would find a new standard. And so the pretty people would then be divided and divided up again until, and there would be less pretty people because they don't fit into the new standard. And so then imagine if the new, uh, the new not pretty people were killed and so on and so forth. Every single group of people that like every single group that gets smaller and smaller and smaller, there's always going to be a new pretty standard. And so really there's only one pretty person in the world but that's actually impossible because no one would ever agree on the same person so then like at the end of the day there's just no winning yeah this is why it is so incredibly crucial incredibly crucial this is why it is so important to realize what your self-worth is because if you don't realize how exactly amazing you are then no other person in the world will if you don't believe in yourself then no other person will believe in you if you don't think that your aspirations and goals are valid just because of one singular letdown then you're going to end up nowhere in life because you're the one not believing in yourself no matter what every single person around you is saying if you believe in yourself if you think that you're worth it and if you think that you are enough you will be all of those things bro literally preach barbie like that's exactly what she says in all her episodes okay i'm telling you just believe in yourself you got this oh remember the barbie jingle uh, i can be anything like what's it called I can be anything I want to be or something like that isn't that the Barbie jingle so what happened was the original Barbie slogan was we can do anything right Barbie but then young girls began to view that as we can do anything if we look like Barbie so like pretty privileged 
most of us grew up watching Barbie and the main Barbie jiggle was you can be anything you want to be. Except you can't be anything if, that you want to be if you're placing, if you're constantly seeking valid, temporary validation from all those external factors. A really significant form of temporary validation which teenage girls seek is male validation. So for me, male validation, as I mentioned a little bit earlier, is a huge part of my personal self-worth. For example, if I get a compliment from a guy, that'll mean so much more to me than like if I get a compliment from my mom or my best friend. And so anything positive that I'm receiving from a guy will have like has the potential to raise my self-worth temporarily to a higher extent. And anything negative that I'm receiving from a guy has the potential to absolutely destroy my self-worth. And so obviously like male validation is a really fickle thing. It's not a constant in anyone's life. Like even when you're happily married or even if you're in a long-term relationship, male validation is never a constant. And so male validation really cannot be the one thing that you're um, placing your self-worth on. And so I'm trying to get to a place where I'm able to place my self-worth on myself rather than males. Contrary to what Arya said, actually, in my head, um, male validation is not, like, it, on a personal level, male validation is actually not something that I say, seek. Uh, more, I know she said, you know, like, when, when your parents, your friends compliment you, it's sort of like they're obligated to do it. But in my head, how I look at it is, is when they compliment me, they're complimenting me because they like, and it means so much to me because they actually know me as a person. Like the fact that they know me, those, I know that those compliments are coming from like a place from their heart and that they actually mean it rather than like superficial comments that you might get from like men or like males or any, um, you know, person that you place your value on who does not know you as well. Um, but I do understand where Arya is coming from because previously I was in a place where I did place my I did place a lot of my self worth on you know male validation, and after that I actually met somebody who you know I went through a lot of experiences with, and uh, I went through a lot of experiences with, and it actually helped me mature as a person, and it made me realize that self worth is not something I can't like. Oh my, self worth is not something that I can place on male validation because, as Arya said, it's constantly fluctuating. Previously, I was also part of a situation where I desperately used to look for validation from every single person in my life. It wasn't just, it wasn't just specifically males. It used to be every single person in my life, whether it be significant others, friends, parents, every single person. I couldn't go. I couldn't go through a single task without receiving like oh I'm proud of you or oh you did a really good job because if I didn't get that I would feel like I was a failure I would feel like I didn't do my best in this task even though I was giving my all that really destroyed my mental health but after that I was able to realize that I am worth so much more than I make myself out to be and because I was able to surround myself with people who truly care about me I was able to bring my self-esteem up I was able to bring my self-worth up and I was finally able to realize that I am worth so much more yeah so teens who know they hold value are actually less likely to feel worthless when they fail or are disappointed by an outcome so I have I have a personal story for this actually so recently we all all four all five of us applied to this thing called shad and um so four of them got in and I didn't get in right but it was kind of like of course it was like I was like oh like it would have been good if I got in but at the same time I was like you know what 
if I didn't get in this year, that's okay. I can try again next year. But that I didn't let that affect my, in my mind, I know I hold, I hold worth and I know that I could have added worth to chat. I mean, they're lost, but <laughs> like I, at the end of the day, I looked at myself and I was like, so what if I didn't get into chat? That's not the end of the world. And that's not what determines my self-worth. And that's not what determines, you know, what an amazing person I am. So I think that's something that a lot of people should, you know, learn to keep in mind and just, just. Hold a lot of hold a lot of confidence in yourself. That's inspirational. Yeah, and so the goal is for everyone to get to a place that like Meher is at, that Sans is at, in terms of having that high self-worth and being able to realize that you're valuable because you know you're valuable, not because other people tell you you're valuable. And so we're gonna give you guys a few tips that can help you to raise your self-worth and raise mine. So my first tip for you guys is when you're trying to build up your sense of self-worth, you need to put aside living to be better for other people. And you need to start living to be better for yourself. Because the moment that you start to compare yourself um, with other people, you're going to start to notice all your flaws. You're going to beat yourself up over and over and over again over them. And that's going to cause you to get absolutely nowhere. Um, this is kind of like an um, this is kind of like an analogy to what Sandy said. Don't compare yourself to other people or anything in the world because every single person is beautiful in their own way. I know this sounds extremely cliche, but think about it this way: a sunset and a flower are two extremely beautiful things, but they look nothing alike. I did not and know where you were going with that, but that was actually really beautiful. Anyways. Okay, so a tip that I have for you guys is if you're someone who looks at things from a more analytical view, um, then this might help. And so that this is currently what I'm trying to do. But I have two voices in my head. And this is going to sound like really cliche, but like I've got an angel and I've got a devil. And so a lot of times the devil will be the one who's speaking more so than the angel and the angel will pipe up very rarely. And so what I'm trying to do is anytime the devil does pipe up, I will just question it and I'll question it so much. And so if if the devil says something like your hair is too frizzy, then I'll question that. And I'll be like, why does it matter if my hair is too frizzy? Um, who cares if my hair is too frizzy? Like, like, I'll just continuously question it until I can get to the root of it. And oftentimes a lot of these things will have no answer because they don't, they genuinely don't matter. So anytime that devil, that inner critic does pipe up, literally just silence it by continuously questioning it. And eventually you'll be able to train your body so that you'll immediately doubt whatever the, the devil says, and you'll immediately believe whatever the angel says. And by immediately believing the angel, that'll get you to a place where you're confident in yourself. Another thing that you can do when you're trying to increase your self-worth is journal. I know this sounds really kind of cliche, but every single time you begin to question your self-worth, write down two things that you're grateful for. Write down one thing that you like about yourself and one thing that you like about the world around you. For example, it could be like, I like my eyes. And then the thing about the world could be, I like the ways I like the way that the bees flutter over numerous flowers before finding the perfect one. Because this way, you will realize that there are many things in the world that are absolutely beautiful no matter what anyone says. And the only thing that truly matters when you're recognizing beauty is your own perspective. I've actually been somewhat doing that, not exactly the way that she said, but a month, about a month ago, I think the end of January, Maeda actually told me to 
send a message on our group chat and continuously edit it every single day with each day adding something that I like about myself. And so I've been doing that and it's actually made somewhat of a difference because every day when I will go to that message, I'll be able to see the other like 12 things or 13 things that I wrote down. And so it'll just be a constant everyday reminder of things that I do like about myself rather than focusing on the things I don't. And we all hope that you guys are able to get some sort of valuable information out of these tips we gave you. And we really hope you incorporated it, incorporate it because it can definitely be very helpful. And you guys, we just want you guys to see your value because we know how incredibly valuable you are. Um, we're going to end it off by giving you guys our main takeaways for this episode. Aria, take it away. So my main takeaway is this quote. I've spent the past few years thinking I've never been good enough for you. Now I'm thinking I should have been focusing more on being enough for myself. And what that really means is that it doesn't matter if you spent the past few years of your life thinking you haven't been good enough for this one person or for the entire world or your family or whatever. But if you've spent the past few years thinking you aren't enough, then spend the next few years thinking that you are. Because the truth is, if you continue throughout your entire life thinking that you're never enough, you never will be. And that's, that's such a doctor so fast. And, and that's sad. <laughs> that's sad. Okay, buddy. Anyways, my main takeaway for you guys is that I've spent a decent portion of my life doing everything for others and constantly trying to make them happy, even though I was completely destroying my mental health. Health. I spent a decent... I'm sorry. I've spent a decent... My main takeaway for you guys is that I've spent a decent portion of my life doing everything for others and constantly trying to make them happy, even though I was destroying my mental health. Now I've realized that you have to focus on yourself no matter what, because in the end, you're all, you're the only one who's always going to be there. And to end it off with me, I have, wait, what? To end it off with me, I want to tell you guys that your value does not decrease based on somebody else's inability to see your worth. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, just believe in yourself, guys. In the wise words of SZA. I'm worried that I wasted the best of me on me. Thank you for listening. <laughs>